Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonsuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode today. Um, hope you guys are doing well. For me, in my part of the world, or in my side of the world, I should say, I don't know, everything is okay. All right, but it has been snowing. I don't have any issues with the cold or the snow, really. It's just the sun. It's been shining and it's been deceiving us that it's summer because it's so bright. It's so sunny out here. And it, like it always has me thinking that it's summer. I don't know if you're in a place where it snows, if you experience the same issues as well. But the glare in your eyes when you're driving, it's ridiculous. But oh, well, <laughs> enough about the snow and the sun. Um, so to start us off on this episode today, <clears throat> excuse me, I want you to imagine that you are somewhere, okay? And it can be anywhere. And while there, you hear a familiar voice, what would you do? Your normal reaction would be, I would think, hey, I know that voice. Isn't that John's voice, for example? And then you begin to trace that familiar voice up until the moment you find John, right? Um, So from that short illustration, we infer or we conclude that even though you didn't see John, okay, even though you didn't see John, you knew he was the one speaking. And why is that? Because his voice or by his voice, you have or you would give him a familiar identity. And that causes you to take up the action of going to search for him, to speak to him face to face because you know this person, right? And I would like to tie this illustration to a Bible verse that's very similar, and then we can discuss more afterwards, okay? So this verse is coming from 1 Samuel 3, verses 1 to 10, okay, which reads, uh, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare, and there were, and there were not many visions. Uh, verse 2, One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me? My son, Eli said again, I did not call, go back and lie down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli again. And by the way, Eli is a prophet. So he went to Eli, and Eli said, oh, sorry, and Samuel said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Verse 10, then the Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, 
Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. Okay. So yes, you've surrendered and you've come out of the crowd like we discussed in episode 33 and 35. But from Samuel's story, you can see he was very well in the presence of God. So how come he didn't know how to spot the voice of God? Okay. There's a point I want to make from reading um, those 10 chapters and is how come Samuel didn't know how to spot the voice of God? Like he literally was right next to the ark of God, which can be like going to church or even having a Bible in your possession. But the truth is going to church doesn't replace studying the word of God. Going to church doesn't ultimately make God's voice familiar to you. And also having a Bible in your possession doesn't. Okay, but what I can tell you is this, or I can tell you this. What does help you identify the voice of God is having a relationship with God. And yes, having a relationship with God. It all starts by having a relationship with God, family. It really does. Because the personal relationship with God, it is so important. It's the first and most important, in fact, the best relationship you can ever have. Because how is it possible Okay, how is it possible for you to be in a relationship with someone, but you don't know their voice? Like it's impossible, right? Right? <laughs> okay, I guess we agree on that. And so it is just the same with God. If you don't know his voice and he's trying to speak to you and have a conversation with you, he wouldn't get your attention because his voice is unfamiliar to you, right? And that's because of the lack of, of a relationship with him. And that's why God's voice was unfamiliar to Samuel. Okay, he was in the presence of God, but even though he was, he lacked that relationship. And because of that, his voice, God's voice was unfamiliar to Samuel. And that's why this episode is so important to discuss today because it will really help you in your now single season and really every season in your life. So it really does start by having a relationship with God because when you do, you get to know him more and also know his voice. Because again, yes, having a relationship with God is what makes a difference, not just being in the presence of God. Okay, the word of God in John 10 verse 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So when you know how to walk with God or when you are in a relationship with God, you learn to understand his voice, his leading, his guidance, direction for your life. And therefore, you get to know who God called you to be and the purpose for why you were created. And you get to know God more through studying the word of God, meditating on the word of God and also through prayers. And studying the word of God and meditating on those words is mainly how God speaks to you. And you communicate back to him with your prayers. Okay, it's a two-way street. It's not just a, a one-sided conversation. That's why it is so important. So you need to open up your Bibles, meditate on the word, which is simply just reflecting and pondering on the word of God and letting God speak to you as you do so. 
Okay, it is not the type of meditation you hear everywhere today where they open up themselves for anything to take over them. No. Meditation here is focused on the perfect word of God and opening up your heart to hear from God. Okay, Joshua 1 verse 8 um, says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate, okay, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. The Bible says there, meditate on the word day and night. So that word meditate it is not a bad word at all. It is, it is a word, okay, like I said before, that is used for you to ponder, reflect, and be intentional with the word of God. And to meditate is a constant action if you want to be prosperous and, su and successful in your life, you know, and also in your relationships that will lead to marriage as well. And really just everything you lay your hands to do in your life or that or anything that concerns you. And similarly, when you are in a relationship with God, he will constantly be speaking with you and speaking to you to lead and guide your life decisions, including leading you to position yourself to be found by the man he created you for, sis. Now, with that being said, even though God will lead you to the love story he has already written for you, you shouldn't focus so much on receiving that love story so much that you forget God, the giver of that love story. No. Instead, have an intentional and amazing relationship with God first, because that relationship with God is what leads you to the wonderful plans God has for you, including the relationship he has prepared for you. That is your already pre-written love story with the man you were created for. Okay, And as you begin to have a relationship with God, you start being able to identify God's voice. And I'll give you one good reason why. It is because one of the biggest, okay, one of the biggest decisions you'll have to make in life is deciding on a life partner. Because the truth is, a lot of men may be interested in you, sis, a lot of them, but you weren't created for all of them, sis. So how... Do you discern which one is sent by God for you to accept their offer of marriage or relationship that will lead to marriage? How do you know if the man that approaches is God's choice for you? How do you know if that is the man God has written down in your love story? And I'll tell you how by sharing a scripture with you to drive home this point. And that's from 1 Corinthians 2, verses 11 to 12. And it says, <clears throat> excuse me, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11 to 12. It says, no one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And verse 12, and we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. Makes sense, right? Just like our own spirits alone can know our private thoughts, it is the same for God. Only God's spirit can know God's thoughts towards you 
And that is why the Holy Spirit is so important in your walk with God, in your relationship with God. Okay, because then the Holy Spirit can show, reveal, and confirm things for you based on the Word of God, which you would and should be studying if you say you have a relationship with God. Okay, because communication is a two-way street, and that's how God communicates with you, through His Spirit, sorry, through His Spirit, because that's how He delivers His thoughts to us. Okay, and you communicate with Him through prayers. So what does discernment truly mean? Okay, what does it truly mean? In plain words, it really is just finding out the mind of God, his thoughts for you on a matter to give you conviction and confirmation. It's really just spiritual guidance by the help of the Holy Spirit, okay, to understand and confirm God's thoughts for you. So for example, Let's say a man approaches you, sis, and says, hey, beautiful, God has told me that you are my wife. <laughs> okay, let's say that happens. Well, if God has told such a man such a great thing, God should also confirm with you too, right? Because, sis, if God is speaking with that man that has approached you, he certainly will speak to you as well. You better be sure of that. If God is speaking to that man, he will certainly speak to you as well. He wouldn't speak to that man on behalf of both of you. He will speak to you as well, sis. Okay? So when a man does approach you, you have to ask God, is this the man you have written down in my love story? Or is he a counterfeit? Because it is very important you know how to make the, dis the distinction between both. Very important, very, very important. I can't stress it enough. Yes, I know he may be cute, right? Cute guy. He may be handsome, rich, and wealthy. Whoa, triple threat. Come on, somebody. And he also may have everything going on for him, which is great. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. But sis, being handsome, having all the money, the best credit score, job, the best job, the best house, cars, doesn't make him the one. Okay, sis, it really doesn't make him the one, doesn't make him the right man God has for you in your love story that has been written for you. So you must discern and check with God first. It starts there. And this is the same for for guys too, please apply it, bro, when trying to receive confirmation that a woman is your future wife, if any guys or any bros are listening, okay? And again, how do you discern? You do so by speaking to God on the matter, by praying, studying the word of God, and then meditating on his word, meaning being open to hearing from the Holy Spirit of God, not any spirit, from the Holy Spirit, to know and understand the thought of God on that particular matter to see if it aligns with your own thoughts or not, okay? And of course, God will communicate with you in a way that you will understand as well. So be open to hearing him in different ways you know how. You don't have to put God in a box and think he'll speak to you in one way or like how he speaks to your pastor, your mom, or every or everyone else. He'll speak with you 
or speak to you in a way you will understand. He's not a God of confusion, okay? And if God's thoughts align with yours, that's when you hear people say, I got confirmation. Oh, I discerned and the Holy Spirit convicted me on this matter or gave me confirmation, right? But don't plan to discern only to get confirmation, (laughs) You must also be open to receiving God's thought on the matter should he not give you the confirmation you are looking for. That's why even as you begin to walk with God in a relationship with him, learn to identify and hear his voice and also discern. You must also learn to discern and listen intentionally. Listen with intent. Don't only listen when you feel like you'll get the answer you're hoping to get from God, okay? Don't decide to listen only when you know or feel you'll get the answer you're looking for. Because in order to listen intentionally, you must ensure God's will is always your priority, not your will. God's will is tied to the Spirit of God, and you can ensure the Holy Spirit is leading you. But your will, your will, it is tied to your flesh. And if you keep letting your will come in the way of God's will, then ultimately your flesh will be leading you, right? And of course, if your flesh is leading you, you'll just be listening to things created by your own will, meaning you're not even listening to God. And instead, listening to yourself and leading yourself to destruction is the truth. Your will can only lead you to destruction, which ultimately defeats the whole, sorry, the whole purpose, not process, which ultimately defeats the whole purpose of being in a relationship with God. He doesn't want destruction for you. He has great plans for you. So you must let him lead you there through his will, through God's will, not your will. Amen. Amen, somebody. So the reason why it is so important for you to surrender your complete will to God. In fact, it is a daily activity that I do personally. I do it every day to ensure that I'm on point with God's will. Because like the Bible says in Galatians 5 verse 17, that your flesh and the Holy Spirit are constantly fighting each other. Meaning your flesh and the Spirit are like your, my, my tongue got tight now, sorry. So meaning your flesh and the spirit are always in a battle for you and only you get to decide who the winner will be, your flesh or the spirit of God. Your fleshy desires gives you nothing while the spirit of God gives life in everything. So allow the spirit of God win and let him lead you on interrupted because sis if you choose to allow your flesh win and the holy spirit isn't helping you discern then who is who is think about it though you want to meet the one god has for you you want god to show you who this man will be when he arrives yet you don't know god's voice and you don't know how to discern from the holy spirit because let's say you choose to hold on to your will so how then does god lead you to the love story he has already written for you. Because you certainly can't lead yourself to this love story that God has already written for you, right? Only the God who wrote that story can lead you there. 
And this is why it is so important to have a relationship with God because then you know his voice, you know how to identify his voice also, and you know how to listen intentionally to his instructions through discernment. So allow God lead you, sis, not just for the love story he has written for you, but for all the other beautiful stories, okay? All the other beautiful stories he has written for all the different chapters of your life, okay? So allow God lead you, sis, not just for the love story, but for everything else. Because your life is in chapters and God has written them all and they're all beautiful, but you have to let him lead you there. Okay, and I hope this message and breakdown as to how you can discern helps you, especially in your single season. Because when I was single, hmm, when I was single, the struggle was really real, guys. It was real when it came to discerning. Like people always say, oh, discern and discern uh, who your future husband would be. And I used to ask like countless times, what does it mean to discern? I mean, I got a lot of answers, but the more answers I got, the more confused I got as well, to be honest. Okay, so I had to sit down in the presence of God and just learn how to do it. And the Holy Spirit revealed this very simply to me when I sat down to listen. And that's why I'm sharing this with you today. If you want to know God's mind, his thoughts for you on a matter, like we shared before, you want to know if it is a yes from God on a particular matter, or even a no on that particular matter, especially when it comes to discerning the one, then you have to be connected to his Holy Spirit to get that confirmation. Okay, because like I shared previously, only the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God for you, just like only you listening right now know the exact thoughts you have in your head right now. Like, I don't know your thoughts. I know mine right now. Okay, to get through this uh, podcast and give you a message that God has sent me to give to you. And likewise, only the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God for you. Okay, and you have a right, okay, just like me and just like everyone else to know God's thoughts as well. Because knowing how to discern is not just for a select few. It is not just for the man that may approach you and tells you, hey, beautiful, God says you're my wife. No. It is not just for your pastor. It is not just for a Christian spiritual leader. It is not just for your mom. It is not just for your spiritual aunt that always sees visions and gets visions for everybody. No, God has thoughts that concerns you. So God will speak to you through his word and will confirm by the help of the Holy Spirit. Okay, but ensure you are communicating with God as well through prayer and that you also listen intentionally. Remember in the verse we read at the beginning uh, of Samuel, only when he began to listen was when God began to speak and God went on with what he had to tell him. So make sure you are listening, but listening intentionally. Okay, so as I end my time here with you today, I want to leave you with a verse that can turn sorry, that you can turn into a prayer for helping you to discern and listen to God while enjoying your uh, relationship with God, okay? The scripture is from 1 Kings 3 verses 9. And it says, 
here's what I want. And this is um, King Solomon speaking, if I'm correct here. So it says, here's what I want. Give me a God listening heart so I can lead your people well, discerning the difference between good and evil. For who on their own is capable of leading your glorious people? And like I said, this was just King Solomon speaking, but it also applies to you and me. And the prayer I want to share with you uh, today before I close is this. Lord, I pray that you give me a God listening heart. Lord, I pray you give me a God listening heart so that I can live the way you want me to and you can lead me and help me discern your will for me always, including your will for my relationship that will lead me to the love story you have already written for me. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope this episode has blessed you. God bless you. Stay blessed. And we'll see you next week. My husband is speaking next week, but I'll see you again in two weeks. Much love. God bless you. Bye. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you would like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.